Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Oh, lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. I'm not even going to like make some silly joke. I just want to I just want to get this show going because there's so much fucking stuff to talk about. Sex Panther, what's happening, man? Uh, so much stuff to talk about. I'm not going to crack any jokes. I'll just get a couple things out of the way. Aaron Judge is two away from tying Roger Maris Ooh. and Las Vegas finally gets a I'm not calling it. Somebody call this a major championship. It's not WNBA is not major, but congratulations to Vegas for finally winning a title and something. Hey, good job. Yeah. I saw, I, I got the push alert. I just didn't really pay that close attention. Unfortunately. Job. Well, but, you know, the big, the big thing there was Becky Harmon, right? Because she came over from the Spurs in her first head coaching job. And I, that, that chick belongs in the NBA. I'm just going to say that. All right. There you go. Panther called the shot. It was a big weekend for us on the podcast and the book club. I I think the biggest story was that Phil and Steve hit their biggest win ever in NASCAR. And of course, the book club got it early. And you think that's what I want to talk about, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about, and it's on screen for you guys in the book club. I want to talk about two handicappers, Jordan McAbee, who goes by fan racing online over on Twitter, and Nick Griffin, the Roto Doc on Twitter. They hit Busher as well. They got 125 to 1. And then as soon as they hit that, they tried to dunk on our boys, Phil and Steve. They told Phil and Steve to get fucked on Twitter because they hit Busher. It's right there on screen. They hit Busher, get fucked, Speedway Steve. But those booger-eating morons didn't know that Phil and Steve had already given out Busher plus uh, 150 to 1. So that's probably what caused the line, Phil and Steve, to shift down to 125. These bottom feeders are literally, literally betting Phil and Steve's wake and thinking they're the best. So I hate talking shit on Twitter, and I don't want to like you know hurt other handicappers or, or talk too much shit. But I'm going to give Jordan and Nick a little advice here. Next week, copy Phil and Steve's plays down a bit faster before the line moves too much, you fucking dullards. That's it. Or join the book club. If you want to join the book club, you can get it at 150 to 1. Jordan, Nick, yeah, reach out to me. I'll get you a little promo code called Action Sucks. <laughs> oh. I, I, listen, I, I have a... Um, I have a favorite quote in Arch. You probably uh, like it too. Is, uh, uh, come at the king best not miss <laughs> and and these fuckers missed oh I mean, yeah come on like this this is a fucking huge miss here and and you can't you can't talk shit about the best nascar handicappers out there and i i, I you know i don't say that because these guys are part of our crew i say that because if you follow them this year you are making a shit ton of money and i i i I truly believe that 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 what Phil and Steve do, you know, Steve's fucking mathematical mind and Phil's ability to, you know, kind of uh, uh, 
put a glossy shine on it to, to you know, put, you know, it's it's like the North Stars, like you know, it's it's like you know, uh, Steve points in the direction and Phil's like, all right, well, here's what all the books are doing. Like yeah. they do it all. I was saying this on the Sunday show with Maxie. It's like they do all the fucking work for you. They're looking at all the books. They're looking at the best lines and they're telling you where to bet, how to bet. You don't need like kind of an aggregator site. You don't need a, a, a jam on your toast to fucking find the best lines right. for NASCAR. Just follow these guys. So. Yeah, you know what? I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Get fucked, Jordan Maccabee. What kind of fucking name is that? <laughs> Maccabin. Maccabin. <laughs> a little too late. You know what? They're, okay, I'll, I'll give them this. Jordan and Nick, you're really fucking good at blocking people that point out the truth to you. You're really yeah. fucking good at that. Good job. Good job. That's that, 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 that's that's Twitter pro right there, right? I mean, uh, you, yeah. you're, you're fucking you're good at Twitter. You know how to fucking block people. Yeah. If they could place bets as fast as they could block people on Twitter, these guys would be prolific. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, they'd have 150 to 1 instead of 125 to 1. <laughs> what you, know what's funny is, you know what's funny is they're telling Phil and Steve to get fucked, but they're going to find out sometime in the future how big of a deal Phil and Steve are. Like they, These guys are getting noticed, and it's going to play out in the future. They're going to find out how big of a deal Phil and Steve are. I know I get Phil a lot of shit. We're, we're both Notre Damers, and we do our college picks, and we do you know darts and whatever, but God damn it, how do you talk shit with these guys when it comes to NASCAR? Mm -hmm. These guys know their shit. They're there. Uh, the, the right thing would have been to do would be like, hey, Hey, good call, Phil and Steve. We were happy to jump on it with you, but that's not how these <laughs> trolls work. I look at it this way: the biggest aphrodisiac is 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 in your pants, and that's your wallet, right? So, I mean, if uh, Phil and Steve keep doling out these winners, we're all going to get fucked, if you know what I mean. Amen. All right, we took way too much time to talk about that, but it had to be said. Max it had to be said. NFL was happening. Here yesterday. we go. Max's. NFL Week 2 touchdown, point number one, a tray for another day. The 49ers traded away several draft picks in order to get their quarterback of the future. Trey Lance was supposed to usher in this new era, supposed to get them a Super Bowl. Well, instead, he got ushered to the hospital for ankle surgery. Oh. <laughs> but maybe maybe it's a good thing the Niners kept on to their cucked quarterback this offseason because Jimmy G came out without even reading a fucking playbook and led the Niners to a 27 to seven win over the Seahawks. Seattle pretty, pretty much got nothing on the ground. Again, they lost the time of possession by 17 minutes <laughs> and had nine more penalties than the Niners. I think it was a, a, an additional 80 or a hundred yards of penalty. Play. I mean, it was just bad, bad for Seattle. So uh, let's give credit to Jimmy because, you know, uh, you know, he deserves it. But, you know, if you look at all the other statistics, he probably didn't do much to win in that game. I think Trey probably could have done it by just showing up. Mm -hmm. Point mm -hmm. number two, no Dak, no problem. Shout out to our boy Egg Burger from the book club. He was at Jerry World yesterday to witness rush hour. Cooper Rush led the Cowboys to a 20 to 17 win over the Bengals. Rush outplayed Joe Burrow. Held under 200 passing yards, only one touchdown. Uh, it took a 50-yard field goal as time expired for the Cowboys to beat said Bengals, who dropped to 0-2 to start the season. Is it time to panic? No, not just yet, because, point number three, everyone in the AFC North lost yesterday. <laughs> Ravens lost to the Dolphins. Uh, Steelers and Browns also lost close ones yesterday. Pittsburgh Dropped a home game to the Patriots as Mitch Trubisky continues his path to Clipboardville. Oh. Still nothing compares to the loss by the goddamn Browns yesterday at the hands of Joe Flacco and the Jets. New York stormed back in the fourth quarter and not even the fourth quarter, the final minute and 30 seconds down 13 to not only cover the spread, 
They weren't satisfied with covering the spread. No, 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 no. They kicked probably the most beautiful fucking onside kick I have ever seen. Marsh down the field for another touchdown, 131-30. Game then was sealed off with a pick of Jacoby Brissett to close things out. Go Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Point number four. Anyone got Phillip Rivers' number? Anyone? Anyone got Phillip Rivers' number? Because uh, the Colts might need it. Colts might need to give Phillip Rivers a ring sometime soon. Hey, fucking maybe, maybe even Peyton Manning. <laughs> I don't know. Call someone. After jettisoning Carson Wentz as the problem, quote unquote, in the offseason, Colts' new quarterback, Matty Ice, went for 194, 995 yards and three INTs yesterday. Side note, Carson Wentz went for uh, 337 yards, three touchdowns, and the commanders lost to the Lions. Shit. I even said it. Jared Goff for MVP. Jared Goff went uh, for 256 yards and four touchdowns. All of these guys look better than Matt Ryan looked out there. He's, he, he still looked like he was wearing a Falcons uniform. That's for fucking sure. The Jaguars beat the Colts 24 to nothing. Indy. Lucky not to be 0-2 to start the season. 0-1-1, right? But unless something drastically changes, it could be the Jags, honestly, who looked uh, pretty sharp with Trevor Lawrence out there. Sneaking away with the AFC South. Whew, think about that. Point number five. Maybe he needs some new recipes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Russell Wilson, who once again did not cook in his Broncos uniform. Denver, of course, traded a lot, paid this man a small fortune for a stat line akin to one Drew Locke. The Broncos fans rained down booze on their new QB, and eventually, eventually he led his team to a win over the fucking Texans. Now, I had this game getting to 38 points. It was my lowest total on the board on Sunday. 38 points. And guess what? I still had two touchdowns to play with to hit that fucking (laughs) under. Point number six. Tua goes for six. Yeah, you know, I've been another one of those Tua haters. You know, add me to the list of Fitz Magic, Brian Flores, and and most people with two functioning fucking eyes. Sorry, Chubby Zebra. I'm not talking about you. Uh, But we were eating some crow today. It looked like he and the Dolphins were on the verge of a blowout in the first half. Maybe, maybe he took a shit at halftime because he out Lamar Lamar in the second half. Tua ended with 469 nice yards and six touchdowns on the day. Now he also threw two interceptions, but you know, whatever. Let's, let's ignore that. Uh, Lamar, listen, he had a pretty good damn day you know, himself. 318 yards, three touchdowns in the air, another 119 and a touchdown on the ground still in the end. It was two in the Dolphins that ended with a 42 to 38 win. Mm. No Tua. Extra point. Call this one the big line blues in week two. Teams that were favored by five or more points were two and five against the spread and Ooh. four and three straight up. In week number one, they were two and seven against the spread and four, four and one straight up. Now, this is going to balance out eventually, but for now, if you're looking at these big lines <coughs> tonight, uh, maybe, just maybe be wary of them. And that in, is Max's week two touchdown. All right, Panther, do you have anything to add? I'll throw out Panther's points to ponder. I got six things I want to blast through here real quick, starting with number one. Kansas City leads the NFL with 71 points scored in the first two games, tied with... 
the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Jared Goff, baby. Jared Goff has now thrown for 471 yards, six touchdowns, only one pick, and a team that's averaging 185 yards on the ground. If the Lions are going to keep this up, that offense at least is going to be a force to be reckoned with. Number two, an offense not to be feared is the Colts. With a schedule that open with Houston and Jacksonville, the winless Colts look at they're just in complete disarray after losing to Jacksonville. Forget this. The eighth straight time in Jacksonville, Florida. The revolving door at quarterback since Andrew Luck retired has been an absolute disaster. Uh, just kind of wondering now with Frank with uh, Frank Reich's hot seat being engulfed in flames. You kind of got to wonder if they're not in a better situation now. Fire the coach and draft a quarterback and just punt this shit show and start over and get a young quarterback in next year's draft. Number three, Max touched on it. Tua Tagliavoa has taken what I feel is some under, you know, some undeserved heat and labeled as a bad or mediocre quarterback. But with Flores gone and a coach who is playing to his strengths and being encouraging, not trying to trade him for, you know, some beanstalk beans, uh, Tua looks the part, and now the Dolphins look the part. They're a bona fide contender, and that with Tyreek Hill guy, I don't know if you guys saw that, pretty good too. Never heard of him. Yeah, right? <laughs> Number four, Ravens got problems. Ravens got problems, and they're on defense. I pointed out last week how the Jets beat Baltimore in every statistical category except the scoreboard. Well, this time, the Dolphins did in every statistical category and the scoreboard. There's no doubt Lamar and the offense are, you know, I mean, they, they're going to put up points. But if the Ravens have to outscore their own defense, it might be too much for that offense to handle. There's problems in Baltimore, and it's centered in the defense. You know, I was watching the end of that game. Harbaugh looked out of sorts. I'm not sure if he even knows what the answer is with that defense. Number five, speaking of offenses, once again, the Bengals can't get out of their own way. The expectation was with the revamped offensive line, Joe Burrow would have more time to throw, but so far he doesn't. Getting six sacked six times by a Cowboys team that isn't exactly known for their defense, that's 13 sacks in the first two games. We'll chalk that up to this still being like, preseason right we're still in week two of the preseason uh it's not time to overreact uh the Bengals will get it correct these are the games that they won last year they won close games now on on the wrong side of these close games to get these offensive linemen playing together and find out where they're supposed to be i think they're going to be okay not time to panic yet in cincinnati point number six fucking raiders they're taking the charger right out of L.A. Like, how the f- I just don't even know where to go with this. Not only did they blow a 16-point fourth-quarter lead, but they gave up two, two, two-point conversions in doing so. And then a fumble six, you know, pick six, now we have a fumble six in overtime. Turnovers are killing this team. Three picks last week by Derek Carr, now the turnover in overtime. This is the division where you cannot be 0-2, which they are, and then they get Tennessee on the road next week. That over that we liked, Max, for the Raiders, not looking so good. Those are Panthers' points to ponder. Mm. Good stuff, guys. Really good stuff. I only have one thing I want to bring up. I mean, there's so much to bring up, but this, this, is, the, this is the stat that got me. 18% of Tua's career touchdowns happened yesterday. Wow. 
Wow, wow, wow. Hell, hell. Listen, I, I'm, I'm one to admit when I'm wrong, and he looked great yesterday. Like, okay, now, okay. can he sustain can, Pump can, the can brakes sustain a little, it? yeah. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, can he sustain it? That's the big fucking question. I, but I, I'm, I at least admit that I, I thought this guy's a complete piece of shit, and he's, you know, not Justin Fields. So, I mean, I, I, I give him credit. How many more games? I just, I'm not, I'm not, this isn't, a, it's going to sound like I'm poking the bear, but not really. How many games do you have to see, Max, where you go, you know what? They're not looking for a quarterback. This is their guy. Uh, eight. Eight. So midway through the season, they're six and two, and he looks the part. You're like, fuck uh, it. Yeah. This is I'll, their say, guy. I'll, say, I'll say this is the game. Yeah, I'll say that this this is, uh, you know. I, but listen, I had fucking Jared Goff on my goddamn fucking team for, for how many fucking <laughs> years? He got us to a Super Bowl, and he wasn't the guy. My point being is you can you can string together some fucking good games my i'm i'm not ready to anoint this guy as the next fucking you know uh, Dan Marino in in Miami i'm not going to fucking do that what i'm going to say is i thought he was not capable of throwing six fucking touchdowns in his career he threw six yesterday so i want to give him some fucking credit and, and 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 my last point before we take a break here is uh AFC West not the most competitive anymore uh NFC North uh AFC North not the most competitive how about the uh, NFC East? How about that? How about that? <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. Lots of guys listening live and commenting. A couple of comments here. Gravy Stacks saying Bengals are 0-3 since Burrow wore that fucking stupid suit and hat in the locker room <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Ramon saying money stacks higher than Russ. Uh, Gravy Stacks saying Lion Chief Super Bowl confirmed. One Arch Stanton saying it is time to panic in Cincinnati. <laughs> and uh, Gravy Stacks, uh, I guess talking about two, is saying a flash in the pan. But listen, you can listen live. You can comment live if you go to the book club. It's easy. You've got a link in our description. You can go to thedegens.net. It will redirect you on how to get a free trial. Yeah, you can, you can try this out for free. If you like it, enjoy it. Right now, it's only $25 a month. Just going to throw that out there. Just right now, right this minute, today, it's tick, $25 tock, a month. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, uh, tock. You can get those 150 to 1 uh, odds, and you can you know enjoy a $25 a month fee to the book club. You know, just saying. Uh, if you use the DDNs.net, also hang out with us, have some fun. 24-7 fucking Phil never sleeps, and that's for goddamn sure. And you too can never sleep with Phil. Or maybe you can with like $5 or something like that. If you book it over to the book club. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. 
What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You can also get blocked on Twitter if you might. <laughs> All right, football, what do we got? All right, we've got two games on the board tonight. The first one is, I believe, the, the, the first game. Uh, what is that? It's the Titans-Buffalo game, the first one, right? Uh, Titans. No, 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 it's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was scrolling through my notes. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I, was, I was stalling to find my uh, write-up for it. Uh, <laughs> Titans disappointed in week one with an upset loss to the Giants. Uh, Bills started their Super Bowl campaign off strong with a dominating, dominating win over the defending champs. So on the surface, it's easy to see why the Bills are favored so much in this one. But I'm not ready to bury the fucking Tennessee Titans just yet. The Titans have played the Bills really fucking tough the last few seasons. King Henry has absolutely owned them. Now, it's easy to point to week one and say, man, Henry Henry didn't do enough against the lackluster Giants team. But you kind of peel the onion back, look a little closer. There were holding penalties that probably took about 20, 25 yards off of King Henry's rushing last week. He would have easily eclipsed the 100-yard mark if it wasn't for some stupid fucking uh, penalties. And, and now I, I said week one, a lot of teams getting penalized. Maybe week two, those things start to uh, clean themselves up. Uh, we know the Bills have upgraded their defense, particularly to stop someone like King Henry, right? I mean, you know, uh, this guy torched them for 143 yards and three touchdowns last season. You know that that's going to be their fucking focus. Stop King Henry. I don't know if they can. I mean, they can throw everything they want at him. I, I don't know if King Henry's going to be stopped. Uh, Bills should win this one. I, I, you know, maybe even by a touchdown. They, they have the quarterback. They've got the wide receivers. They've got the defense. But 10 is just too much for me. I said that I alluded to it in in my um, week two touchdown, and I'm going to back this up with a bet. $50 bet on the Titans with the points. Yeah, I, the 10 points really, really threw me off. I think people were making way too much over that blowout win over the Rams. The Rams clearly weren't prepared. They, they had the preseason where Stafford never touched the ball. They really put everybody in a bubble wrap, and it really showed in that game. Buffalo looked like in midseason form now in genius nfl schedule making they play on a thursday night and then get bumped all the way to a monday night so 11 days off they're going to be well rested for this game at home it should be a fun atmosphere but tennessee is not a bad team this is a team that with derrick henry last year was absolutely a force to be reckoned with I think Buffalo does win, but as Arch has said many, many times, these teams are way closer than it looks like on paper sometimes. I don't see Buffalo being two scores better. So I'm with Max. Give me 50 bucks on the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I did say that, but uh, I'm only leaning Tennessee in this one. I, I, I like the play. I think that's the right play, but I'm a little worried about Buffalo. Man, I just need a little more data. 
but goddamn, they look good. Just a little bit more. So lean on Tennessee plus a 10. All right, next game up. Uh, time to see if Primetime Kirk can show up. National Spotlight. Uh, you know, the focus is going to be on him. We know that, his lack of success in the big spots. But the true focus really should be on the most important aspect of this game, and that is the wide receivers. First off, there's Justin Jefferson, who arguably is the best wide out on the planet. You know, a guy that the Eagles happen to pass over, by the way, for Jalen Rager. Uh, side note, Jalen Rager is uh, going to play tonight as the third option for the Vikings. <laughs> So, you know, Minnesota also has Adam Thielen, who's not too shabby himself on the Philly side. I mean, possibly, possibly the best wide receiver combination in Eagles history. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Pretty fucking good. Uh, Long story. I know too late. uh, It's just with all these wide receiver talent on the field, the QBs just got to get the ball in the fucking general vicinity of them. Really? I mean, that's all you got to do is just kind of get it within a couple of yards of these guys and and they'll do what they need to do. Now, let's address primetime Kirk. Now, I I said the most important factor of the game. Let's talk about primetime Kirk. He started his career 0 and 9 on Monday night football games. We know that since then he's won two in a row. And I think he's about to make it three. You know, I really liked what I saw from the Vikings last week, and and the Eagles were fucking lucky, lucky to escape with a win against the Super Bowl champion Lions this year. I think this is going to be a fun one. I think this is going to be high scoring. And in the end, I think it's going to be a Vikings win. So give me that money line, $50 money line bet on Minnesota. You know, one of the things with Philadelphia that's really stood out to me in the Jalen Hurts era is his win-loss record at home. It, it almost feels like maybe the fans boo him. He doesn't get a lot of support. I almost feel like he's like a, a Tua Tagovailoa that, uh, that people are just kind of waiting for him to fail so they can fill in that quarterback slot again. I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a very capable quarterback, and I think he fits in with what they're trying to do with this Eagles offense. Um, but he's not been all that successful at home. I feel like I've been apologizing for Kirk Cousins ever since I've met you two. You guys have been like Kirk Cousins haters from – day one this is this is gonna be one of the most talented vikings teams that they've ever had adding jalen regger uh to go along with those top two wide receivers in jefferson and Thielen just makes them even more dangerous and we didn't even math uh, mention the fact that dalvin cook is clearly the better best running back in the between these two teams so i actually think minnesota wins this game outright but i'm going to take the two and a half and uh, play it safe maybe sprinkle a little bit on the money line when I get home. But uh, yeah, give me the Vikings, 50 bucks. Oh, there we go. We went from uh, almost a kiss of death to a kiss of death. I love Minnesota. Uh, plus two and a half on the road in primetime. This this stinks. This smells to high heavens. I hope that everyone's hitting the Eagles there, Max. I hope everyone's jumping on that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, give me the Vikings for 50 bucks plus two and a half. Absolutely. And I love the money line play on your side. Everyone's hitting the Eagles. There we go. There we go. (laughs) You like the money line play too? I think it was plus 125 I was getting or something like that. Yeah, it's right around there. Plus 123, 120. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think it's worth a shot. Absolutely. We have. Do you want to do baseball or no? Yeah, we're going to do baseball. Of course, we're going to do baseball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, quickly, we can just kind of go through baseball. I got two games on the day, uh, a short slate of games. So we'll start off Seattle and Los Angeles at Anaheim. Uh, One of those weird cases where my numbers say the implied probability is with the Angels, but then I look the past three games and they have beaten the Mariners three straight times. So my model starts to question itself, question reality in general. But uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet 
uh, the Angels on a four-game sweep. Uh, Logan Gilbert, I know, has got a .53 ERA in the month of September, but he also lost his last start despite pitching fucking amazingly. I think Jose Suarez can hang, uh, keep them in this one, and then the Angels' offense has picked up value. $10 bet on the Angels. I completely agree. I think part of the problem for the the, the sea chickens here is that they're not getting any offensive support for their pitchers who, when they do pitch well, uh, as you mentioned, Gilbert's last time out pitched really well, no run support. Part of the losses, two of the three losses they've had, not getting any runs. So my thing is Seattle's just not hitting the ball real well. And as long as Otani and Trout are out there, you've got a chance. I'm getting a plus line at home with Otani and Trout. Barely. I'm on this as well. I'm on this as well. Give me 10 bucks on the Anaheim Angels. Get you plus 106 on this one. Man, it's taking a dive. It was 120 yeah, hours I, ago. Man, I had plus 120. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where I was. Wow. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. Leaning the Angels with you guys. I think that's the right play, but it, at plus 106, I don't know if I can. Can't I can do it anymore. Uh, plus yeah, 120, you probably could have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Minus 105. Jesus, man. Yeah. God. Well. Last one up for me, Houston, Tampa Bay. Pretty good pitching matchup here. 12 and 8, Luis Garcia taking on 10 and 5, Drew Rasmussen. Uh, each team had a weekend against subpar teams. Of course, Houston took three or four from the eight, um, the, the Athletics, and uh, Tampa took two of three from Texas. Uh, Rays in a battle for a playoff spot, not just uh, a playoff spot. Still, <laughs> the, the, the East is in reach. I mean, you know, uh, may, maybe the Yankees pull their inner Mets and collapse uh, in, uh, in the month of September. Um, Rays have a bit more to play for than the Astros do at the moment. Uh, Tampa, one of the better home teams, uh, 49 and 25 at home this year. And I think I think the value is on them. I think they can get this uh, $10 bet on Tampa. Oh, my God. This is, I don't even know what to think about this, but I'm agreeing with Max again. If, if Houston has a weak spot, which they really don't, um, it's been on the road. They, they are capable of losing on the road. Luis Garcia, for as good as he's been, is still sporting slightly north of a four ERA. And Houston's got the West pretty much wrapped up. So I actually see them rotating guys in and out. Tucker taking a day off. Jordan Alvarez has been gimpy like all season long. Uh, so I really don't know what kind of lineup the Astros will throw out there. So I'm with Tampa Bay here as well. Give me $10 on the race. This is game's an absolute coin flip in my mind. And just I, I can't really tell you who's going to win. I know it's 50-50. So I like the plus 105 we're getting on Houston. So I'll put 15 bucks there on Houston plus 105. All right, Panther, anything else from you? One more game pitching matchup of the day. We're going to bring our boy Max Scherzer off the IL and go to Milwaukee to take on Corbin Burns. What a hell of a pitching matchup. Scherzer pitched really well in his last rehab start, and they need him to kind of get in there because the Mets have kind of been on this little downward hill, this roller coaster they've been on. Uh, even line, complete even line, but you give me Scherzer even. I'll take my chances. It's a coin flip, I know, but I love Scherzer. Ten bucks on the Mets. Hey, it's it's hard to you know know what's going to happen with Scherzer. Are they going to try to limit him? He's not going to be limited. You know, he they, Scherzer pitches how Scherzer wants to pitch, right? And so I, you know, they they might you know try to fucking uh, you know pitch count him or or, or innings limit him, and, and he'll fucking do whatever he wants. Um, I listen, man. I think I, I think the Brewers probably have a chance to win this one. I you know I think you can get a plus line on the Mets. It's, mm-hmm. whew, Jesus, man. Um, I, I'm gonna lean Milwaukee here. I do think that they they end up in the win. Um, but man, this this is a close one. Yeah, I agree with you, Panther. Uh, the plus 105 we're getting. I think there's a little bit of oh, value gosh. there, just a little bit. So I'm gonna throw 15 bucks on the Metropolitans as well. This is gonna be an exciting game to not watch because I'll be watching football. <laughs> right. Uh, that's all I got. 
we are looking at one more, maybe two more. Here we go. Uh, the Atlanta Braves are playing the Washington Nationals. It's gonna, it should Gotta be, do it. it should do be it. a slaughter. It should be an absolute slaughter. But the it. Braves are minus what three fifty seven or thereabouts, three seventy at some books. Holy shit! I'm going to take the Nationals all day, every day with that because I do think they actually have a chance here with that number. So give me the Nationals plus two eighty for fifteen bucks. Yeah, more support lean on the Nationals. That big fucking plus line. You you got to take a shot. Yeah, we've talked about this before. I really want to go through the stats over the course of the season and just see if you took plus 300 lines, like just blindly. didn't matter. Plus 300. Just see if you're actually come out ahead. Um, no value on the Braves, so it's either Nats or nothing. Lean the Nats. We got one more. We got one more we're going to do because I think I like the Holy way. Holy cow. Yeah, one more. The Cubs are playing my favorite team, the Miami Marlins, right now. The Marlins are minus, this is, this is mind-boggling, minus 133, minus 145 in that range. Give me the Cubs. Give me the Cubs plus one twenty four for fifteen bucks. Uh, I'm gonna go on the opposite side. I mean, I'm not gonna bet it because you know, fuck the fish. But I, I think Miami grabs this one. Uh, but yeah, it's way too fucking chalky to bet on fucking Miami. So just a lean on the Marlins. Yeah, and Miami Zuzu, wins. Zuzu, Zuzu, Zuzu also says fuck the fish. By the way, the chat. <laughs> I yeah. knew he would. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a shirt. We gotta come up with a fuck the fish shirt. Uh, listen, Miami wins if it's one nothing, two nothing, something along those lines. But I think the Cubs just need to scratch away three runs and they win this game. No value on a negative line with the fish. So lean on the Cubbies. All right, Max. Any comments you want to get on the record? Uh, that was the last one. Okay. What do we talk about today? We talked about the NFL in Sunday's week two. Uh, we talked about. Monday Night Football, both games. We talked about baseball. We talked about soft and afraid uh, handicappers on Twitter. And uh, I think that's it, Max. That is it. Let us know anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. We won't block you. We don't fucking care. People have said shit about our show. And guess what we did? We called them out and said, thank you. Thank you for your feedback. We appreciate that. But you can do that <laughs> over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I feel like I should just block Arch. With what? <laughs> with, with and take Tampa Bay here, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Angels. You're gonna take the Angels, Arch. What do you like? Well, if you open the door, I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, beautiful! Minnesota Vikings. Uh, our, Max, do you realize you and I agreed on all four Everything. bets that you I, make? I, I know. It's, it's insane. It's gonna yeah. be catastrophic. It's yeah, gonna yeah. yeah, make me sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> You guys want to you guys want to do a stupid play? Take a thousand dollars and you parlay the opposite of those four teams. There you go. Right, and then a thousand dollars. Got to be a thousand. Got to be a thousand. And then get mad at Ed Ed Burger and quit. Fuck. Uh, I'm gonna take the Mets, put that with the Vikings and the Angels, and uh, that will be your DJ parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but it is the book club. Listen, not letting the cat out of the bag. Not to just you know just kind of a little teaser, but if you got friends that like to bet sports. If you know somebody that wants to bet sports, you kind of want to get in now. You really want to get in now, mostly because of Speedway Steve and Phil. But you want to get in now. I'm just saying, get in and join the book club and uh, shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. And most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, 
Operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.